Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Good evening, everyone. This is the eighth episode of. More than just a podcast. Podcast. More than just a podcast. Um, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We uh, welcome back to Sean. Hello. Who is here as normal. Um, John isn't here today because he's tired. And <laughs> we want to welcome our special guest. Who is I'm, it? Who is I'm, it? I'm George, by the way. And I want to welcome the special guest. He is... A professional footballer, he plays in the Football League. Um, and he, he scores has, some great goals on FIFA 2012. is Reese Jones. Welcome, Reese. How are you? Yeah, a bit sad about uh, John not being here, but onwards and upwards. Yeah. Um, we'll start off with the uh, Blackpool game. Yeah. We won 4-0. 4-0. Like convincing yeah. one Convincingly, <laughs> is he the new chip? Have you got? Player? Have you got your teeth in? Usually, you're picking me up. <laughs> um, convincingly, yes, we won four 0 One convincingly. What was your take on the game, Sean? Well, I don't know. It's hard to fault anyone, isn't it? I, I know we usually might be a short podcast if we can't beat up anyone. Even Nolan had a really good game. He did. He did. And uh, Bulldog and crew. We won't get ahead, but wow, wow, wow. We should got a lot more. We should. Mm. Um, we had 10 attempts on target. Blackpool only had three. It sort of shows our domination in the game, the front of goal. We were mm-hmm. dominatrix. There was sort of <laughs> 20 minutes towards the end where they sort of pushed on a bit. And well, they, they threw everything at us, didn't they? They changed. Yeah. They made three substitutions and, and uh, you know, threw everything at us and we soaked up the pressure. We did. Because we didn't have a longer. We had a good solid back four. Um, five. Five. We had came 60% of the possession. Do you want to say that possession? Again, 60% of possession. <laughs> yeah. And Does that seem right? Yeah, it's probably right. Actually. It's probably right. Yeah. Towards the end, as I said, they probably got that yeah. average up. So uh, I think that's got an accurate stat. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's hard to pick any holes. It really is. We had a really good Saturday, didn't we, did. we George? We sung. We really enjoyed we it. We sung songs. Ben, our friend, nephew Ben, came again. And uh, 
we sung lots of songs about West Ham. <laughs> and we sung 1-0 to the Cockney Boys, and then 2-0 to the Cockney Boys, then 3-0 to the Cockney Boys, and then 4-0. I just never get tired of that song. So we played 4-4-2, and it worked. Yeah. Where did it all go right? Bulldog and, and Carew. Carew. going to score one or two. John Carew. <laughs> He's bigger than me and you. Is four times the player of Carton Cole. Oh, I think you're being unfair. I know your hatred of Carlton Cole. What, what has he proven? He was resting. Carlton Cole was resting. And yeah, when 451 comes back in for Southampton, back Carlton Cole will come. Hello, chaps. Where have you been? I'm back to save us. Does he sound like that? <laughs> no, he doesn't. Carlton <laughs> doesn't sound like that. But it's going to be hard. No, seriously, it's going to be hard for him to come straight back in the team. Oh, so the should be. He's rubbish. But will we play four four two away at Southampton? I very much doubt it. I think if it'll be four five one. Four nil. I don't see why not. Well, yeah, as Peru. Sam calls it, four three three. Or four three three. So know. we'll see. Maybe Cole, Carew, and Bulldog up front if it's a four three three. No. Maybe not. It's going to be a lot tighter game, isn't it? Anyway, that's not oh, going yeah, to yeah. Southampton. Um, or I'll get in trouble for getting ahead of the running order. John Carew, as we've already mentioned, was a monster. A monster. He, he a uh, six foot five monster. He was brilliant. He was. People were bouncing off him and he scored a header. Yeah, he did. The good, powerful target man that Carlton Cole isn't. Oh. Well, this is going to be a Carton Cole bashing uh, episode this week, is it? Um, we were both there, Sean. We were. What I was remember. the overall feel of the game, do you feel? I just think we started off positively. You know, they never got into the game. We we, we were just buzzing. The, the crowd were buzzing. The team was buzzing. It was just pure confidence. It just, you know, it just was oozing confidence. My, and it's got to be good for us going My forward. favourite part of the day was the... Uh, Flagman. Ah, now I've, I found something on YouTube on that. Um, Did you? There's a, there's a. I, I, I look, always look after the game on YouTube, and there's some classic ones. Uh, I'll put a link on my blog afterwards. But there's some really good ones of people singing out of tune, bubbles, and this lot. But my favourite one is the flagman who got a standing ovation as he walked <laughs> round. The flag, the corner flag broke. He went out. That, and he, John he, Baptiste. I'll explain it to yeah, you. Yeah, you explain yeah. it, George. And anyone else. John Baptiste and everyone else who didn't see it, of course. John Baptiste got the ump because McCartney played the ball off him mm-hmm. and then went out for a goal kick. He got the ump and sort of in his stride kicked the corner flag, uh-huh. snapped it. Criminal damage. So like just about six inches of it was left in the ground. Yeah. Could be arrested for that. Um, and everyone, <laughs> the game just stopped. And the liner wouldn't pick it up, and the ref wouldn't. So Nolan started to run over to go and pick it up. Yeah. But as he started running over... he's a natural over, leader. A groundsman came out, ran over to the corner flag, took the stump out, and yeah. everyone was going, oh... And then as he put the main flag in, yeah. but it was only, it was really small. Oh. Everyone cheered. Oh. Ah. Like that. And... Uh, Wasn't it more of a... Hey. Yeah, it was a... Uh, and then he went back in, and everyone carried on. And mm. then, like, 30 seconds later, it came out with a new big flag. Like, okay. full-size one. Run up, everyone done it But again. they're all standing Ooh. up and cheering him, right? Yeah. And he's not having any of it. He's just not acknowledging the crowd. Oh. He's not... He's, he's, he's just, like, man, shaking his head and going, groundsman, groundsman. And then they were singing, who the fuck are you? 
who the fucking hell are you? Which wasn't called for, really, because he was only a groundsman doing his job, replacing the corner flag. But he could have given us a wave. He could have given us a wave. And I'm it... guessing he's a fan as well, because most groundsmen are fans. Well, of I hope he is a fan. If you're listening, brilliant. Look, look at it on YouTube. I'll put a link later on my blog. If you're listening, groundsman, wave next time. Yeah, <laughs> wave next time. Um, you Sam, Sam Bulldock scored twice. Good he guys. did. He did. That's he's a little him. terrier, isn't he? That's him now. He's not going to stop. He's not. I thought he was going to get a hat trick. Yeah, One he more, he would have done. <laughs> Makes you clear in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Julian Faubert. Yeah, I, I well, was, he played really well. Yeah, I was slagging him off, wasn't I? During the match, I was trying to... The uh, person next to us, Sarah, I was trying to slag Faubert off because, you know, sometimes he has some crap games. You go, oh, no, is this cross for the first goal? And... And then just to spite me, he had a really good game. He also was our best player at Palace, according yeah. to a few people that I've talked yeah. about. Too good for Real Madrid. He was. <laughs> so uh, we're going to look at the player votes yeah. from yeah. Ian Dale's West Ham Till I Die website. Fuzzy. Well, yeah, it's not my fault. It's just the uh, quality of the image. Yeah. John Carew is top. John Carew, Carew. Even with Sam Baldock. Well, maybe. I, I would say um, on my chart, um, John Cruz just about edges just about it. ahead. Sorry, yeah. And Although Julian, Julian Faubert, Sam Baldock did get West Ham man of the match. He I did. just want to point that out. Julian Faubert snuck in there. Yeah, I know. Number, Number three. three. Yeah. Um, at the bottom is Freddie Sears and Mark Noble, but that's only because they played about ten minutes. But but you, you just under Faubert again. The, you know the defence with Reed Tompkins, Diop, Papa. He was quite good, wasn't he? And then Up comes Jack Ruder. Collison, which we all were a little bit surprised at because we thought Collison didn't play. I mean, it's not that he played badly. But he I didn't, thought he was one of the weaker ones. He, he didn't play as good as everyone else. You no. know, he didn't play as good as he, we know he can do. Um, and I know he got a goal. And maybe that's why he's he's elevated in player ratings a little bit. Hmm. Hmm. So yeah, and Kevin Nolan is fourth from bottom. Which is probably a little bit unfair. Yeah, it was a bit unfair. I thought he did quite well this I think, weekend. I think it was really unfair to have Freddie Sears on, because I don't think he really had a time to get going as bottom. And Mark Noble as uh, second to bottom. Um, you know, but I suppose someone's got to be bottom, even in a good game. Um, so there you go. So you, let's talk about Nolan. Yeah. What let's. was your sort of in-depth analysis of his game? I don't know about an in-depth, you know, in-between tweeting and everything else. Um, no, I just thought... He, yeah, he, you he, had to ask me. It was one of the I things ask? when Carew was throwing goal. Yeah. And someone was holding him back. Yeah, well, and I don't went, always have my glasses. Was it handball? Yeah, well, I don't always have my glasses, so I can't see that far. So I rely on you sometimes, George. No, and that was when no, they were no, shooting no. up our end. Yeah. <laughs> it was. There's a lot going on. I was multitasking. No. Um <laughs> Nolan was having a really good game. He was up for it. He was getting involved in a lot of balls. And I thought he was putting himself about, really. I know. Nice. I don't know how more, more in-depth you want. No, no. He was putting himself about. He was he putting himself done. about. And he made a good few passes and tackles, yeah. and yeah. Which, which is, is what is, we haven't seen from him. Which is what you want a footballer to do. Yeah, and we really? have, we, well, we haven't seen it from him yeah. recently. Yeah. So it was nice to see him play. Well, may- maybe he sorted out his home life. As Sam said, apparently his bad form's been because he's been missing his family up north, and mm. uh, and maybe he's uh, gone back for contractual rights or uh, gone to see the family, and, and that's what got him up for the Blackpool game. 
Oh dear, that's really bad. Yeah, that that is really bad, Sean. I know. Why have you got your phone on in well, the I, studio? I thought I would turn the, my phone off, but I've got a special app on it. It's a BlackBerry, and of course, it was off all last week. So um, I sort of thought I'd leave it on this week, but now I've got an app that automatically turns it off to save battery. And I thought it was off, and it switched it back on. It's, oh dear! It's the app's fault, not See, my I fault. I left my Nokia on vibrate. Your Nokia? Mm. Who's mm. still got a Nokia? You've either got an iPhone or a BlackBerry. Who has or a Nokia? Or a Galaxy. See? Yeah, no, no. Anyway. Anyway. HTC. I think it's time to meet... <laughs> it's time to meet our uh, favourite woman. Yes. Well, uh, Clunge had a lot of stuff come out on our international break, but of course a lot of it was has gone by the of, by. Yeah, it's by the by. And so we've asked to, to do a little bit of a round-up of... You know, what she got right and, and any latest, really. Okay. Um, Foxy Clunge. Thanks for coming mm. along again, Mrs. Clunge. Um, over to you. Uh, thank you, George. Um, yes, yeah, so I'll start with Tevez. On the 14th of October, we made contact yet again with City about Carlos Tevez. Um, Man City is still deciding what to do about that. Um, we do remain hopeful, but things are looking more unlikely as time goes on and on. Um, I did break the news earlier about David Bentley with his injury um, and it is in fact true that we do have to pay him our 50% share of his wages until January and that's because there was a clause in the loan deal um, and I'm not sure if you'd seen any rumours but there were a few rumours knocking about linking us with McFadden, James McFadden um, I did say he was joining Celtic but it turns out today that he's joining Everton and uh, I also broke a bit of non-West Ham news this week and that was that uh, Nottingham Forest had agreed the compensation for the Portsmouth manager um, Steve Cottrell which is now public knowledge that he is the new manager. Um, again I'd like to point out that Adsman89 on Twitter breaks all my insider news on Twitter and again if he stopped going on about cricket all the time he uh, might have more followers. Uh, thanks. I'll uh, see you next week. Thank you, Mrs. Clunge, for coming back and giving us some foxy lady. Yeah, more thanks, info. foxy lady. <laughs> um, this is a bit boring now. This bit is the Olympic Stadium news. I oh, don't know about. I didn't think it's boring. I think it's very boring. I think everyone's getting bored of it now. Right. I know you think it's boring, but let me just explain. Now, <laughs> you know, I was on that internet channel, Sports Tonight Sports Live, Tonight TV, with, with Porky wow. Parry. Wow. And Kit Simmons, Simons, Simmons, Simons, Simons, and afterwards, I did I did a little blog post which has been very popular, which is the truth about the Olympic Stadium because people and the media are getting it all wrong, and that is we were going to rent the Olympic Stadium the first time round. We were going to rent it for 125 years. We were going to own 50 percent of it, and we were going to pay up to five million pound a year rent. Right? We had to put in 20 million pound. Have our own money. Uh, I think there was 35 million coming from uh, the Olympic Committee, and then there was another 40 million coming from Newham Council, which needed to be paid back in interest. Under the new scheme, which we're retendering, and I think it was a bit of a fix. I think West Ham, I think Newham Council, Olympic Committee, and Boris Johnson knew all about it. Was let's get rid of all of this uncertainty with the Olympic Stadium, with uh, the European Union. And all we have to do is play two million pounds a year rent for a two hundred and fifty year um, uh, lease. 
mm-hmm. and no upfront twenty million. What's wrong about that? Everybody's saying, oh, it's all collapsed and everything. I think that's better terms. And for the people who say, oh, we won't have any home, what, what's bricks and mortar? We've got £70 million debts. What difference does it matter to whether we've got a 15 or £20 million stadium in the East End called the Bowling Ground? You know, our debts are much bigger. Our brand is what our big asset is. Sorry, and I know I'm boring you, George, but I thought that had to be said. No, I can I completely agree, don't you, Reese? I concur, yes, I concur. Um, next bit of news, Christian Montano. He was recalled back to West Ham from yes. Notts County. Yes, But then he was shipped out the next day to Swindon on loan. Yeah, but we know why. Where he scored on his debut. He did. Good lad. Yeah. But we know why. No one could work it out to begin with. Everyone thought he was coming back for David Bentley. But basically, I think the gaffer said, or David Gold said, that basically he wasn't getting his chances. He was getting less and less... First team chances, you know all about this, Reese. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wanted to be, he wanted to get some. Sorry, that was, that was below the belt, That's wasn't fine, it? Um, and he wanted to get more chances, and and yeah, it proves him right straight away. Starts debut goal, brilliant. Well done, Montano. Job done. See Montano eleven on Twitter. Yes, see Montano eleven. Um, Sean, you wanted to talk about your little conversation with David Gold this well, week. Well, Andy, who you know is an old mate of ours at, um, at West Ham, Sir Trevor Booking Lower, said, oh, Mr Twitter, as he calls me, he said, can you ask David Gold how comes that they're selling tickets for the Barnsley game at um, £15, £15 and our average price is £23? And I said, don't worry, Andy, I will ask Mr Gold that. He means our average price as season our, ticket holders. Our average price as season ticket holders. So I asked that, and I got a lot of support on Twitter as well asking it, and um, David Gold wrote back and said, look, I was a season ticket holder from 1950 to something, something 1993 or something like that, and said, you know, you get the best seats and you get the best deal. And since then, there's been a whole flurry of tweets back to him from season ticket holders saying, well, you know, it's still not right. And I tweeted back saying... Is a goodwill gesture. Maybe we should have the difference in um, cup tickets. You know, disc- more further discounts on cup tickets. But I think he's moved on to some other disgruntled uh, season ticket. But, you know, when we talk to season ticket holders, this is a constant theme that, you know, we are, as he says, David Gold, we are the lifeblood of the club. But sometimes we don't feel like we're treated like that, do we? Well, no. No. We don't. No. No, well, you're not a season ticket holder, Reese. so I don't know. Why In you're... this, I am. Yeah, yeah. In th- you're with us. In it's solidarity. Yeah. I think the long and short of it is that they're paying £8 less than we are. Yeah. So. I want £8 right to be... in free beer at yeah, that match. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, so that's my call That'd only be two pints of beer, or bottles <laughs> yeah. of beer. I want two pints of bottle at that match to two make up... Two pints of bottle. Yeah, two pi- two bottles of beer... To make up, <laughs> or a bottle of beer and a maybe a pie, because everyone loves pie mash. Everyone likes pie and mash. Um, <laughs> Rumour has it that we're being sued again. Have kidding. you heard this, Sean? I haven't heard this. You're, you're ahead of the game on this one. I, um, I love the way you've done your research more than me this it's week. It's a, a lady well in the Bobby Moore lower. She was struck in the face with the ball during the pre-match warm-up against oh, Ipswich. God. Uh, she was knocked true? unconscious. Yeah. And taken to hospital. Yeah. And she's suing us. Does My question is to you, Sean, is there not some sort of clause in a ticket when you buy your ticket that you enter at your own risk 
Um, I haven't read the small print on season tickets or tickets, but I think it's, it's you can't just discount everything. You know, the the club and the stadium will have some kind of liability, and it's got to protect people from from injury. Um, so, or she should it, have been. Are you sure this is true? Where did you get this? Was this on? It a was forum? on a forum. Yeah. Oh, it must be true. Which forum? no, but it's only as good as any of your rumours, apart from Clunge. Right. It's only as good as any rumours so you what, hear. So what forum was it on? Uh, Hammers Mad. Mm. <laughs> I'll do some research. Why don't we ask... Okay. We should have asked Clunge while she was here. I'll tell you what, we'll ask Clunge and we'll report back on the, whether this is true. I think Clunge will know if you know what I mean. How can you be not... <laughs> it must have been really hard. Yeah. It's probably Carlton Cole yeah, taking yeah. a penalty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It sounds, sounds a bit bizarre. Okay. Can can we mention the Lansbury question? Yes, feel free. So I don't know if you saw on on uh, YouTube, but when uh, Henry Lansbury, Reese's favourite player and love of his life, played in the under twenty ones, he done a miss of the season. He done a miss. He he, uh, he was about two yards out. It's on YouTube. I've just shown Reese just before this recording it started. Matter, right? It's not on proper grass, so it doesn't. Uh, I know he's never given away the ball, and if he has, it wasn't his fault. Amen. But he missed a sitter. It's the kind of stuff I expect Carlton Cole to do. He wouldn't have been in the position. Right? Don't start it? slagging off Cole. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Just a lunger and faux bear. Anyway, and for that reason, he was dropped from the team against Blackpool. He was. He was on the big screen. I've been dropped because I, I, I dropped a clanger. You wait till you see him <laughs> tomorrow. All right. All right. At Southampton. At Southampton, pulling the strings. Actually, being serious for a minute, did, did you think that was a bit bizarre to rest Cole and Lansbury at it Blackpool? Worked. Oh, it worked. Papa Booba Diop probably played Lansbury out of the team, to be honest. At Palace, anyway, apparently yeah. the word on the street is. And Carlton Cole's rubbish. So. <laughs> yeah, but hang on. It they were being rested. They were being rested. They weren't dropped. They were being rested. Well, I can understand Lansbury well, yeah, that, because that's he what played he will say. international, but yeah. what did Cole, Cole play? Well, maybe he's still suffering Play from FIFA. that cold. He did have a mm. cold about three weeks ago. I see. Nice. Anyway, so I, played, I don't mean played, to diss... Um, he played the banjo that he uses to try and hit a cow's arse yeah. with. <laughs> I don't mean to diss Lansbury, um, but I think most people were looking forward to your special episode last week of I Love Henry Lansbury, you reading poems to him, which I'll didn't take, happen. I mean, how I'll, much can you love him? I'll take the blame for that one. Exactly. Oh, I was a busy man. You were a busy man. Mm. Let's just say I'm not smart. Uh, I can... <laughs> did you make a bowing up? Did you have it ready or not? No. Of course um, he didn't. No. Anyway, moving All on. Off the top of this oh, moving on. Talking of FIFA, Reese has scratched his disc, so he can't play it anymore. But it's no. the Xbox's fault. Did you have to pay for your FIFA? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yes. So, hang on. You're in FIFA and you had to pay for your own copy? Yes. That's shocking. You heard it here first. Yeah. I know. EA, so if, if EA anyone Sports, wants to get a whip it's in the game. As I need a new one, um, send it in We'll do uh, Southampton predictions. Are we doing it now, are we? Do that now. Yeah. And then do the 11s. So we're going, aren't we? We are. Tomorrow night. You're we're going excited. with uh, the proper fans, yeah. aren't you? So Sean's George, in a box. George is going with the proper away fans. I think they're taking about 3,500, I heard. And From I, me. And I'm going... You're taking three and a half thousand. I'm no, going I'm a in a... popular man. <laughs> wow. I'm going in a corporate box with a company and eating... We've got a, a nice three-course meal, sit down, maybe some some prawn sandwiches and uh, and staying overnight in a hotel. Very what nice. time have you got to be there? <laughs> I think I'm getting there for about five o'clock. I think oh. we've got to sit down about quarter past five for, for the start of our three or four-course meal. And then we've got champagne cocktails. Um, oh. And then we get to our box. Well, I'll be drinking Fosters from about half five on the train. Oh, excellent, excellent. That's how our lives differ. Well, we're we're mm. going to compare our experiences. We'll of... do that next week. Yeah, yeah, that'll um, be good. What well. do you think will happen then, score wise? It'd be tight, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, it will be tight. It will. The bookies have got a slight. Um, I think they've got Southampton as favourites. They haven't lost. In fact, they've only won at home, I believe. I've got my stats right. So they've got them as five to four favourites. West Ham, you can get as much as five to two for us to win away. I know we're unbeaten from home, but the odds are five to two for us. That's not bad, is it? That's not bad. Two and a half to one. Yeah, and I think it's like 21 to 10 for the draw. So the bookies reckon Mm. it will be a home win for Southampton. I think it would be a draw. I think we'll nick it. Yeah, well, it depends how we, we set up. Are we going to go four five one, four three three, four well, four two, think? or eleven? Well, I wouldn't be surprised if we go four five one. But yeah. as long as we play Crew up front by himself, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. But then Bulldog deserves to play. Yeah, well, I, I think, think we Bulldog should, stick should with play. What we have. I've gone for my prediction. I've done a prediction in the box. We've done a prediction, so I've already done my oh. prediction. Was that on solid gold? You carved it yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. No, I think there's some money involved in this. So oh, I, wow. I'll, I'll go straight up one nil Bulldog. Really? Yeah. All right. I'm going to go 3-2 West Ham. Oh. It'll be good. Trust me. I can't wait. It's going to be well good. Mm. Um, Reese, your prediction? With, I'm going to go with a boring nil-nil. Really? I really? Think, as it's a top top game, they're never always... I hope they are good. In the you Premiership, too. they're not. Mm. But I, I just think both teams are not really going to I've said out. before, I don't care... If we're the second best team in division, as long as we're the second oh. best team, we get automatic promotion. But this will look, mm. this will it won't define our season, 
but it will see when we go up against South. If we beat Southampton away, you oh, know, yeah. I really truly believe we can be champions this I year. I wouldn't. I'd take a well. I wouldn't take a draw, but I think it would, and I think that's a decent result. And and they drew, didn't they? They drew against Derby. Mm. We did. Um, and, and we're coming us. off a four 0 win, so you know. Our confidence is high, as they say. It is indeed. Um, so, do you think it'll stick with four five? No, four four two. Or no, go I four, think it go four five one, yeah. which is in Sam speak four three three. Are we are we covering the um, Brighton game as well? Because we'll probably start the Brighton game before we do the other podcast. So maybe we should say predictions for the Brighton game because that's next Monday. Okay. I know you were supposed to go, but next. Next Monday... We didn't have enough priority points, did we, George? The fact the oh. Brighton game has been moved to the Monday night. Yeah. So we, you you with, were gutted about, weren't you? Because you wanted to have a little all weekend... With, with ten minutes to go left of the Brighton game. Yeah. I'm going to say this, unless it's really tight, like two-all. Yeah. Or one-all. Yeah. Um, then ten minutes to go, we're going to start our podcast so we yeah. can talk about things over the last 10 minutes but also keep it updated yeah. and you can have a live reaction to the game that's our plan that's so our plan it's, anyway. it's clever mm. um but yeah we'll wait and see <laughs> w- what's your prediction for the brighton game sean uh i think brighton have had their time now so i'm gonna go that we it'll be an open game i'm gonna go for three two Oh, wow. 3-2, nice. lot of goals. Reece. I'm going to go with a 1-0 to West, West Ham. Yeah. Nice, cheers mate. Fine. Um, I'll you go 2-0. Put that gun and, and I'm going to go for side. a Bulldog hat trick by the way. There wow. you go. I'm right you love hold, him, I he? do love Bulldog now. He's same um, height as me. 5 foot 7. And I still hope for you Sean. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's a bit younger the squash league. I have you know, I play squash on Monday nights and I won a couple of games tonight. Did you? Yeah. You still won though? Well, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> last week, we done a section on the ultimate West Ham 11s, the best players that you've ever seen in a West Ham kit, all in one team. Um, so we decide, decided to do the reverse of that this week, which is the ultimate flop 11. Um, we've we had did. a lot, a lot of entrance into this one. Yeah. And, and Adsman came up with something. Um, about the worst, he added in the worst manager. So I asked this question of the worst manager, flop manager. We've had quite a few entries for that as well. Huh. Very nice. Um, I'll start reading a couple out. Or do you want to start? You can start, Sean. Yeah. Well, where are you going um, from? The top or well, the bottom? I, I, no, you, you start because I'm, I'm actually still trying to open my um, tweet deck. Tweet deck. Yeah. All right, um, this one is from... Oh, it's Simon Tunhill. Simon. Ah, oh, Simon Tunhill. Hello, Simon. Thanks for listening. Um, his ultimate West Ham flop team is Ilunga, 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 um, Ilunga and Ilunga, Ilunga, Ilunga and Ilunga up front. There's With a theme to Ilunga that. Just in front well, of at least it's not Reese jones I think... Simon's a smart bloke. I think Simon's just copying you, Sean. <laughs> he does he likes you a bit much. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's my news talker. Well, I'll go for my <laughs> flops. Uh, my flops are uh, McKnight or McNightmare in goal, uh, Alunga, uh, Breen, Song, Charles in defence, 
uh, Joey Bowcamp. Um, uh, uh, oh, no, I said a boo, didn't I, before? Uh, yeah, you got a lot of stick for that one, choosing a boo. Yeah, I did. So you've changed that now, haven't you? I've changed it to, I've put in... Uh, Kieran Dyer. Kieran Dyer, that's right. So we'll yeah. have a look at some of the uh, ones from our listeners and followers on Twitter. Yeah. Um, Sean, do you want to start? Uh, we've done Simon Tunnell, haven't we? No. Well, we haven't done Simon No, we haven't Tunnell. done Simon Tunnell. So, Simon Tunnell chose Ilunga in goal, Ilunga left-back, <laughs> Ilunga centre-back and centre-back and right-back. Um, all of the midfield is Ilunga and up front is Ilunga yeah. with Ilunga just in front. Yeah. I, 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 a man after my own heart, Simon Tunnell. Yeah, I, he, I think he, uh, he listens to the podcast quite a lot. Yeah. So I think, he, I think uh, that was for my benefit. Uh, Diamond, uh, Daniel Speller says, if Mido, uh, Jimenez and Dyer don't get in, then it's a fix. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a fix. It's not, we're not, not fixing fixed. it. We're, no, we're not that organised. I don't know how it could be fixed. Um, Adsman89 has said that he'd include, include, Repka. I've got a Sean-itis today. Yeah. Uh, he'd include Repka, Daly, Minto and Spectre in there. And, and got, uh, as manager, he'd have a rat face roller. Yeah, I, I've got uh, Dan WH, WHUFC91 saying, uh, I ain't the only one who hated Jimenez. Um, I didn't think much of Di McKelly or uh, McKaylee or Franco either. Epping WHU has said, um, you've got Macari, Macari as manager, I presume. But we haven't. Yeah, well, we, we, we will talk about that in a minute. And Daniel Speller says again, oh, don't forget Savio. Uh, well, I think everyone's forgotten Savio, haven't they? Well, even himself. Has he been found yet? I don't know. I don't know if Interpol was still looking for him. <laughs> um, Holland underscore 78 has chosen Sasa Illich, uh, Charles Breen, Daly and Quinn. Um, D Gordon, who's that? I don't know, D. Gordon. I don't know. That's, uh, I, I know I'm old, but I know uh, you're Kovac, young. Kovac, yeah. Dumitrescu. I don't know who that is. Dumitrescu. Jimmy Cres... Who? Dumitrescu. Um, yeah. Newton, Sean Newton, Kamara. Sure. Yeah. And Radu Chui. Yeah, Radu Chui. Yeah, remember him. He had a film. Uh, have you done Adsman yet? Oh, yeah, done Adsman. Yeah. There's one with uh, Jimmy Walker in goal that I noticed that I completely disagree with. Yeah, here's here's a few. Gail the Hammer and Mark W H U F C saying Tomasia Boo was a quality. He was a legend, so that's why I took him out, and that's why I've joined his Facebook group, the Tomasia Boo Facebook uh, Appreciation Society. Nice. Uh, oh, uh, Tony P nineteen eighty five says any flop list must include Freddie Lundberg. Uh, a mountain of money that we wasted on him. He was a big flop. Nice. I'm trying to find the uh, Jimmy Walker one, Sean. Have you found that one? Uh, no, but Big Tom D said, don't agree with Boogers in my squad. He was a legend. The Gary Neville sending off alone makes him a legend. Um, I have a 79. That's not the right one. No. We've got our Will Jones, AJS Hammers who says, have they let Boogers out the funny farm yet? I didn't know he was in a funny farm. <laughs> oh, okay. Dave Goodger has tweeted in saying, uh, 
his flop 11. He's got Jimmy Walker in goal, Julian Faubert, David Unsworth, Gary Breed, Gabadon. Yeah. He had a good season for us in our first year in the mm. Prem. He doesn't seem that bad. Um, Kieran Dyer, Lewis Bermorte, Nigel Quasi, Joey Beauchamp, or Beauchamp. Bouchon. Yeah. Lee Chapman and Marco Bugas up front. And uh, the company man, 78, has actually replied to Dave Goodger saying, uh, swap Walker for Illich, I agree with that, and remove Unsworth, because he wasn't that bad. No. It's mm. all personal. Um, Mr. Mr. Dave, did you do that Grant was picked... Uh, most of the managers seem to be between Macari, uh, Lou Macari, Roda, uh, and Grant. Although I think Grant probably picks it, maybe because he was uh, the most recent. Maybe. Um, that's it for the. Oh yeah, so no, no, hang on. Someone said no, David Kelly with his legs of jelly. Apparently, he was a striker. I don't really remember that. <laughs> but yeah, David Kelly with his legs of jelly. I'm sure someone will remember. Hmm. Um, Sorry. A few questions also come in. We've got one from a man called Bucci72. That's yeah. a very strange username. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I don't know who that is. Do you know who that is, Sean? Oh, no, he's, he's a gooner, I think. Um, he says, after Sam Allardyce goes to jail for being heavily involved <laughs> in the bung culture, will Di Canio become our new manager? Well, I think he might. If he continues doing a decent job at Swindon. Yeah. And I saw a video of him talking about, at Swindon, talking about West Ham again, which was a bit bizarre. Is that the one where he shows his tattoo? No, he didn't show his tattoo, but he said, you know, I was, um, he says, I was tempted. I was, had an offer for Man U, but I couldn't leave West Ham. I couldn't leave the fans. And, you know, I'm a Lazio fan to begin with, but now I'm West Ham. I belong to West Ham and they belong to me. And I thought, yeah, cool. Oh, nice man. Talking of that, I know it's just going off subject for a minute. It's not in your running order. But I tweeted our friend Tony Fernandes yesterday mm-hmm. and got a lot of grief from QPR fans. Who you um, did? Yeah. So I tweeted Tony, who said, I'm so proud of uh, QPR, I think, who drew, and Team Lotus, who who got a result or got, got a world championship point in the Formula One. Yeah. And I wrote back and said... Oh, uh, a bit of a turncoat, or the Wormers' term. What's about your beloved West Ham that won four 0 yesterday? Because on his Twitter, he still puts West Ham fan, chairman of QPR, and owner of Team Lotus. Now, Tony didn't reply to me. I think I'm off his Christmas card list now. But I got a lot of QPR fans giving me grief, going, "You're just a small championship club." So I wrote back to them and said, "Yeah, at the moment, Tony Fernandez is a Premiership manager and a Championship fan, but next year he he'll be." Sorry, a manager, chairman, uh, owner. But next year, he'll be a championship owner and a premiership fan. And oh. and, and they've sort of gone quiet now. But we'll, we'll see. I've logged them. I'll teach them in May. <laughs> Sorry, George, I'm boring you. Um, I'm just trying to find a few I've got a questions. question from Andrew um, uh, Burley or Briley. Um, <laughs> You've done it again. <laughs> I've done it again. It's saying advertising 20% off season ticket on the site, but surely we're 25% into the season already. Discuss some of the odd marketing techniques that West Ham are using. Well, one of them we've already discussed today. That was the uh, cutting us short on the 
eight pound. Do, do you know about the new deal that came out of um, the West Ham uh, advisory board? Which I'm Mo- moving oh. the uh, well, the chance to take two friends along and yeah. sitting with them. So the idea is that you can take two friends along as a season ticket holder to somewhere else in the ground, and you'll get ten percent off the ticket for the two friends. Is that is that a good deal? Yeah, well, I think um, so. But realistically, I don't have two friends that want to come and watch West Ham. <laughs> and anyone, any of my friends that do want to watch West Ham already go to West Ham. Yeah, true. Ooh, um, two of them. Dave Goodger has asked us if we're going to the Leicester game. And if so, where are we drinking before? We're not going to the Leicester game, so we're we're not drinking, are we? Unless you're going. We um, are going to the Leicester game. Oh, um, what, the or home CFC. game? CFC. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. At what? home, at Upton Park. Well, we're 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 being the the Green Gate. We're being the Green Gate, yeah. Green Gate, Green Gate Pub on the crossroads. On the crossroads. Although we are going to join the West Ham Supporters Club soon, aren't we? Or be signed in with our friend Dino. Dino. Yeah. Are we? Well, apparently that was the. Gav underscore Smith says, "How much how much rest does Cole really need?" (laughs) I don't know. You shouldn't answer this one. Um. I wouldn't mind if he rested for the rest of the season, to be honest. What about you, Sean? What did you think? Well, I don't think he needs any rest at all. I think he was he was dropped, and let's call it a drop. And uh, I mean, there's nothing wrong with making all them hungry. But we said on the last <laughs> podcast, you know, they need, you know, he scored three goals and he, he went off the boil again. Now, hopefully this will give him a kick up the arse and he'll come back and score a goal. And he's got something to prove. I doubt it. But we'll wait. We'll wait and see. Mm. Um, any other questions, Sean, before we say goodbye to all our friends listening? No, no. I've, I've got, I'm not sure if this is a question. It was someone called Get Callahan saying, I have a 79 Trevor Brooking and a 78 Lampard Senior tops chewing gum cards. What player should I look for next? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. Um, <laughs> Who's a good player to look for next, Reese? A West Ham one. Yeah. In ninety seven, ninety eight season. Any. Uh Ian Wright. Yeah, look out for Ian Wright. He's a good card. Mm, I think have. he might have been a shiny back then. Um and just looking through questions. There's there's uh, there's one here from Simon. Oh right. Simon, Simon always have one. Yeah. Thanks for writing in again, Simon. Uh Reese, this one's for you, which uh-huh. isn't a surprise. Yep. Uh, he wants to know if you think your team can bounce back from the 3-1 defeat that you suffered at home mm-hmm. at the hands of crew. And uh, what coat are you going to buy yourself for this winter? Um, I, f- I was debating on the getting a coat with a hood or not, or just wearing a hood underneath. And uh, I think I might buy myself a barber coat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, might, nice. I might buy one of them. And mm. what about the football question? Yeah, it was a disappointing result, but a good performance. And uh, the big one against Crawley Saturday. So uh, it's as good a game as any to bounce back at home. And I hope we do do... Uh, do do? <laughs> yeah, I hope we do do on Saturday. No, I hope we get the three points. And uh, we're not doing bad at all. So You're we're going to have some hiccups. Yeah. Can I do a newsflash yeah, about your favourite subject, the Olympic Stadium? Tottenham Hotspur ends 
their judicial review legal bid. Tottenham Hotspur have withdrawn its bid for a judicial review into the handling of Olympic Stadium to West Ham, the government has said tonight. Oh, so is that it? That's it. Or is there well, another it's too late, it's collapsed now. Thanks, oh. Daniel Levy. Dave Goodger, Jamie on this day, and at the company man 78 are having a bit of an argument on Twitter. Oh, yeah. What Not about? an argument, a discussion. A heated debate. Um, about their all-time flops. And, uh, I've, I've <laughs> on been, Twitter? <laughs> You've been stirring I've been it. copied in oh, every single one. Oh, excellent. Um, well, so we won't go into all those. It's funny to see that... The time. It's funny to see that our subjects on the podcast are sparking yeah. such debates. Mm. Well, I've got... Uh, one, we haven't got a question for the next podcast, which I think we should think of one. But I, I have a, I'm going to meet a really interesting person tomorrow on the podcast. Okay. Uh, on, on, not on the podcast... In the box, in the in in the away. All right, who? Dave Manners, who ha- is a West Ham fan. Yeah, and he's got the largest collection of West Ham mugs. He's got over two hundred and fifty, and he's got a website. Why don't you invite him to the podcast next I, week? I, I will. I will invite Dave Manners to come in and talk about his West Ham mugs. But if you look at him up, uh, Dave Manners West Ham mugs, you'll find him. He's got the largest collection <laughs> of Excellent. West Ham mugs in the world. Lovely. So uh, the question we want to put out to you... Can you beat him? <laughs> ...is what is your best piece of West Ham merchandise or memorabilia yeah. Yeah. Ooh. that you've ever had? Oh, that's an easy one for the me. The more obscure, the better, Yeah, I yeah. think. I don't know whether I'm going to use my... And send in your pictures. Yeah, my picture with Bobby Moore as age nine... Why don't you wait until my... next week to oh, reveal no, next I won't, month? I won't reveal. I'll do a big reveal next week. <laughs> You've already week. just done it. <laughs> you know, no, no, I've got a signature. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Bobby Moore. Oh, no. Or, or Billy Bonds. Oh. No, I'll leave it. I can't wait. It's Excellent. a good one. Well done. Well, thank you us? for listening again. That is us. Yeah. Thank you for listening again, if you've listened again. Or if this is your first listen, yeah. please go back and listen to the other ones. We have been more than just a podcast. Podcast. And I've been George, so it's goodbye from me, Sean. Yeah, goodbye from me, and uh, goodbye from John. Goodbye! (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Reese says goodbye. I say goodbye, yes I do. Goodbye. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Um, See you later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.